There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. volume. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy game called Pick 6. It's the newest way for you to get in on fantasy football action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Just pick between two and six NFL players and predict if they're going to have more or less of a stat. For example, a player will have more or less than 100 rushing yards or more than one touchdown. Okay. Track your lineup, compete against others, for a shot at a huge cash prize. Fantastic. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Sign up now. Takes 90 seconds. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Welcome into part two of the podcast with Nick Wright. You know, I was thinking about this. I saw the ratings for both the AFC and the NFC championship, like 56 million people watch. Both. Unbelievable. And I was saying this. Every Cable TV's now, back, baby. <laughs> yeah, TV's so back. Did I tell you my theory on this about everybody said cable's dead? I, so if TikTok lost 40% of their audience, but it was only a platform for recipes, food videos, restaurant reviews, it would be an incredibly powerful, not weapon, um, platform for the culinary yeah. industry. So. Yeah. We always shared television with soap operas, sitcoms, dramas. We no longer share it. It is singularly ours. 
Cable TV is all sports and occasionally politics. Yes. So people say cable's dying. Fuck it is. My ratings are up 40%. Yours are up 2,000%. It is now, it is now singularly a platform for games, opinions on games. Stephen A's numbers are up. Yours are yep. up. Mine are up. So this idea, everything's done. No, it's not. We don't share the platform anymore. And you that's why I have 10 years left in this business. TV's yes. going nowhere. That that's right. And so, and by the way, if people are like, how can your ratings, how can Nick's ratings be up so much? Guys, the key to great increases in ratings is start from a very small number. If you start <laughs> from a small enough number, you can increase by massive percentages. Um, but uh the yeah, so I think. Listen, I think it was contracting, 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 and then A, the contraction slowed a bit, you know, and yeah. B, the people who stayed are our people. Yes. They're people who want news, information, sports, or they're just really old. You know what I mean? Like, and those people we probably weren't getting anyway. So I totally agree. Like, if you were, it, it, it's, and the people who wanted sitcoms and dramas and miniseries, they, those people might have transferred, you know, I mean, those people might have said, I'm going to just, just do Netflix and prime and whatever, but the people that were into sports still are getting cable, you know, like, and so the, and they know how to get us. So that is, I've been amazed at the NFL, the numbers this year, you, the conference championship games did 56 and 57 or whatever it was, the like divisional round chiefs bills. Two of the smaller markets, yeah. some of Buffalo's audiences in Canada, that doesn't count, did 50 million people. Nick, I said this today on the air. Everything now in sports is niche. Everything except the NFL. And I do think because of college football's 12-team playoff, the ability to bet on football and its connection to the NFL, it will stay viable. It will, it will remain viable. The NBA, though, hockey and baseball, MLS, are getting increasingly international. And the downside of that, the skill level's never been deeper and greater for all these sports, hockey, baseball, soccer in America, MLS, and, and the NBA. The skill's yep. never been greater. But it is a harder ask for busy Americans to say, hey, do you follow the European leagues? You don't know these players. They have, they usually go to bad teams. They yep. don't make a playoff impact until year three, four, five. People are busy. College football makes it so easy to follow the NFL. I watch Marvin Harrison with a Buckeyes crush, and then all of a sudden he shows up on the Arizona Cardinals. I'm just a huge right. fan. People already people are going to have, and probably somewhat unfairly towards him in some regards, people are going to have strong opinions on Caleb Williams before yes. he steps onto the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're familiar with him. That never happens in college basketball. I so and I don't know if you saw it. A week ago, a women's college basketball game, yes, outrated an NBA game on Celtics the same Heat. time. Yeah, a, a real NBA game, which a is a testament to the women's college game right now is elite and with stars. The yes. the the. the Quality of play is super high because nobody's turning pro early, obviously, because you can make right. more money as a star college female player than you can. I shouldn't say more. You can make maybe equivalent money as in the WNBA. So you have cohesion, you have stars, you have all this stuff. Um, but I can I you know how much I love the NBA. Right. I am 
disappointed right now in the league and a little worried about the league. Yeah, same, same. So I'm disappointed in that Saturday should have been an amazing day in the NBA. I had it written. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, Jokic and B. And Embiid can't play. And then the nightcap, Steph LeBron, these two guys who are combined 75 years old. Put on a show. Okay, we'll keep doing what we've been doing for the last 10 years, which is carry this goddamn league on our two backs. These two guys. Yeah. And love and respect to them. It's unbelievable. You know, I've told you, I think Steph does not get enough credit for being as great as he is at 35 because LeBron is doing what he's doing at 39. So people think 35 is not that old when 35 is Jordan's last year with the Bulls. It's 35. Like, right. um, but I think the NBA, though, from a strategic perspective, has made a mistake, which is. That Warriors-Lakers game, you know, did almost 4 million people. Yeah. That's yeah. a real number for the NBA. On a Saturday night. That's the On night you Saturday. take out your wife. Yes, you go out and exactly. hang out and party. I, I think the NBA can't help themselves but to put those two guys and Kevin Durant front and center. Yeah. And I think it's a mistake. I think that if, just sorry, I'll mix metaphors a bit. Let's say you told FS1, I'm gone in two years. You told them, I'm gone. And they looked at the numbers and they said, okay, Colin shows the strongest show. He's our biggest brand. He's all of it. And they put all of the marketing behind you because they're like, well, it's, it's, it gets the best numbers. It's this. Then the moment you leave, Right. There's there's not uh they haven't built anything up. The NBA, in my opinion, should say, okay, Lakers Warriors will do the best number. But we can get 80% of the audience if we feature Anthony Edwards, and we need to start getting the public ready for when LeBron and Steph aren't there. And instead, the NBA just keeps writing these guys. And they got away with it because they did it with Jordan. Yeah. And they only got away with it because Shaq and Kobe, you know what I mean, came together and were there. Were there. There's no Shaq and Kobe right now. You're going to have to create Anthony Edwards, Tatum, this net. You're going to have to make them stars and to still put all your eggs in the LeBron, Steph, Durant basket from a ratings perspective. Well, don't be disappointed then. When LeBron and Steph's teams, one misses the playoffs and one is out in round one, and all of America is like, you want me to give a shit about Jokic against the Timberwolves? I don't. Like, they haven't primed the audience for that, and I think it's a mistake. I think it is a short-term thinking mistake by Adam Silver. So I'll defend him. So the bottom line, as a business owner, is ultimately you need the revenue and I need the revenue to hire new young people. And so what leagues, the leagues 
are going to squeeze every last ounce out of Mahomes in 15 years. And there'll be other quarterbacks that come up. But if the other quarterbacks are great, they'll be able to start fresh, hot, out of college and get popular. But the legacy is so imprinted with Brady and Tampa. You just had to put them on every week. You, you nobody, Jalen Hurts, not interested. Uh, young Kyler Murray, not interested. We're going to at CB or at, at Fox. We're putting Brady on. We're squeezing every ounce. Of I juice. think the NFL can do it because people will show up for the football. The NBA, they show up for the stars, and you've got to create them if they're not natural. That's what I'm saying. Like I, the NFL, I think can do it. The NBA needs to teach the audience to care about Anthony Edwards. Like that, you've brought up, and you're right. They're in a weird spot already because. All the best players are international okay. guys. But let me argue this. Doesn't the NBA get in trouble when it tries to teach people things? Be a, Black Lives Matter. We're going to teach you about things. Well, it turned off a lot of fans who go to sports to escape. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you. But I've never thought I'm the audience. I think leagues get in trouble when they try to tell you, hey, we're going to teach you a few things about politics, about business. I think you just have to put the popular people on and just, it's not boxing where if you put an old fighter on, you worry about his mental health and what are you doing to his brain? It's like Steph and LeBron are still, by the way, they're both still insanely good. Yeah. I you listen, you and I, the, this is one we might just not even be able to, we're not going to agree on because I, I would take on this, I agree with you. If you're trying, I don't want to learn my civics or political lessons from my sports <laughs> leagues. It's it was stupid to begin with. Um, even if I think for a lot of these guys, their the message was right or their heart was in the right place. That's right. Um, I think they can take a a page out of the book of wrestling. Wrestling creates stars. You know, right. like. They, they just say, this guy is going to be a star and our audience is going to know it because he's going to headline WrestleMania because we're going to put him last on Raw because we are going to make it. And for a guy we decide is going to be a star, for him not to end up being a star, he's going to really have to screw this up because we are pushing, pushing it. I think that you can, I don't think you can turn a nothing player, an average or just fringe also. I don't let me put it like this. I don't think they could trick America and being like, listen, and Nick fans are going to get mad at me. Jalen Brunson's the new face of the league. You can't make the 17th right. best player to be like, he's taking the torch from LeBron. Right. I understand that. But you can pinpoint a few guys and be like, we are going to market Luca, Giannis, Anthony Edwards, and Jason Tatum. And we are occasionally going to take 1.8 million people watching a Celtics Mavs game over 2.2 million people watching a Warrior Suns game because those those people that were were are going to be playing for the next 10 years and Stephen Durant aren't. So I just think that would be the longer-term better decision because I don't think they have a post-LeBron plan. I don't think they do. Yeah, well, they struggled with David Stern to have a post-Jordan plan. And yeah, Shaq and Kobe life. saved it. It yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like, Shaq and Kobe saved it. Go ahead. So you, you keep lists on the NBA. I have always been, not lukewarm. I don't want to be marginalized. I've always been, I like Jason Tatum, 
but he sort of lacks a yeah, Kobe. We, we talked MJ. about this last time. Yes. Yeah. It just kind of lacks something. But I can acknowledge I like him a lot. I'd love to have him on a team. He's a one. I'm not denying that. Yes. I'm not sure he's a championship one. So I want to ask you, are domestic players, and I think a lot of this has been coming over 30 years due to AAU. I don't think it makes better players. I think it it sells better players. It 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 heightens their uh hype and 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 awareness of players. Jalen Green's a great talent. Nobody knows who he is. It's the AAU. Guys don't go to had he gone to Duke for two years, you know who he is because we watched March Madness. Sure. So I like the college route for marketing, not the academic side, the marketing for the kids. But right now, domestic players, there's not many great ones. There's a lot of good ones. I want you to rank where Jason Tatum is. And I'm talking game seven. Pick your star. Okay, so who do you go with? All right, does it hold on? Are you saying I'm I'm pulling up right now just the NBA standings because that helps me orient the players? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about it's a game seven. This is how I judge great players. Of course. Who would you want critical spot in a playoff series? Yeah. Um and you're saying only internet, only American no, no, no. or all no, no. holy everybody. I want to see where Tatum ranks for you. Okay. All right. Guys, I would have ahead of him. Giannis, no doubt. It's very interesting because Embiid throughout the, in, in every situation, except for the one you just said, Embiid, I don't know about him. You know what I mean? Like in a game seven spot, but so, but Embiid's, I mean, he's 35 a game, put an asterisk next to him. Um, no one on the Knicks, not Brunson. No one on the Cavs, not Donovan. Put Halliburton with a, he's not there yet. He's close. Jimmy Butler, yes. Jimmy Butler is ahead of him in these circumstances. Sorry. He, Game he's seven. Burned. So I, one, two, yes. three, four, five, six. I'm at eight before I get to him. I'm at eight right now. Okay. So I'm just going down the list. Hold on. Uh, are you writing down who I say or no? No, I, I'm going to give you mine, but you go. I'm going to tell okay, you. Okay, that's fine. I'm, so in, I've, in said, no I've said. I, right, no order. I've said Giannis for sure, Jimmy Butler, no one on Orlando, no one on Chicago, no one on Brooklyn, Atlanta. Okay, Minnesota, and I don't know about Anthony Edwards. Uh, I mean, he's very, very close. He's a maybe. Oklahoma City, Jokic, yes. If he's healthy, Kawhi, yes. Like, again, if we're assuming health. Okay, okay I'm going okay, to jump in. I'm going to tell you right now. Game seven. And some of this is unproven, but it's the way I feel about their game. Okay. Two minutes left. I'd take Jokic, Luka, Giannis, SGA, KD, Kawhi, LeBron, Steph, Jimmy Butler in a game seven. That is nine players over him. I'm at 10. And now we can argue. I don't even think those are arguments. I trust SGA two minutes left to make a shot. So I, and again, Tatum is at this point better than LeBron over the course of an entire season. That's right. But if I get him in the, that part, that part, I totally agree with you. The only one I can't go with you on yet is SGA because he now benefits from the fact that we've never seen him in those spots. So we don't know if he'd be bad in it. Like SGA right now is first team, all NBA. Oh yeah. And Tatum is not. It's going to be probably not. SGA so, is a pure score. He's a he's not as good, but as a pure. And he's not as big. I agree with all that. I just need to see him in the. It's the same reason I couldn't put Anthony Edwards there because I got to see him in the spot before yeah. it. But yeah, so that that is, and that is why. And we talked about this last time. 
that is why people and people get mad. But for t- Tatum needs the exact team he has, which is a great supporting cast because in every meaningful playoff series he plays, the other team's going to have the better pl- the better number one. Like you know what I mean? In against the Heat, yep. against yep. the Bucks, maybe not against the Sixers, just because Embiid hasn't proven it in the playoffs yet. And anyone out west that makes it to the finals, pardon me, the other team's going to have the bet. And again, that's not an indictment. It's just reality of how the NBA works, which is why he needs to have the better two, three, four, five, which he very well may. That Celtics seems damn good, but it's, it's going to have to be in the model of, as we've talked about the Oh four Pistons, kind of the model of the Oh eight Celtics, where it's the collection of all of the talent around it to overcome the superstar. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's end on something um, fun. So, one oh, of can the I things- ask you before we end real quick, just because you said lists and it got my brain going? Yeah. Right now, this moment is, and I have to ask you a Mahomes question before we end. Is Mahomes, in your opinion, a top two all time quarterback? Yes. So that's a, that's 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 interesting. You just found our final topic. So okay. I have no problem separating raw talent from productivity. I don't think Bill Russell's nearly as good as Kareem was (laughs) or as dominating as Shaq, Um, but he was more productive. I can separate those two. I think most fans can. You certainly can. Where 
Mahomes, I think Marino is significantly, is one of the most gifted throwers, if not the most gifted thrower. I watched his prime. He was a machine. Big, strong, fast, quick. He was like Aaron Rodgers with more size, more of a power arm. I mean, he had all, it was just, he was, an, he, he was better than Elway at just throwing a ball and Elway was great. Marino, I'd never seen anything like Elway. Think if Aaron Rodgers was, it just, he yep. was bigger and more natural and no JC. He was the best high schooler, the best college guy. He just had those rumors that hurt him in the draft, but he wasn't productive like a Brady yep. or a Manning. So what you're seeing with Mahomes now is the most naturally gifted player, including Marino. He's the most naturally gifted. Yep. And now. The He's production is stacking. insane. It's insane. And, and I pushed back early when Tom beat him a couple times. I'm yeah. like, let's slow down. Okay. Now he's stacking chips. It like he's poker. stacking everything. You and have so to like, win a couple world series of pokers. You know, you could be the bigger brain. Let's say you're an academic yeah. and, and you, you're beating the late uh, Doyle Brunson and who's a smart guy, but you're like, the dude is this Elon musky smart guy, but you can never win the world series of poker. You win six out of seven, okay, then you're the greatest. So, so that, so listen, Mahomes, it, just on the accomplishments route, I look at it like a marathon. And if you ever, or look at the Olympics, if you're watching someone run the 1600 meters, after one lap, they tell you, are they on world record pace? Right. Yeah. No one can be like, oh, hadn't done it yet. It's like, well, the race ain't over. All we can do is judge the pace. Right. So Brady, we did this on the show today. 22 seasons as a start because you take out both of their rookie years because luckily both of them didn't play the rookie years. 22 seasons as a starter. Seven Super Bowls, which is bananas. That's 31, 32%. 10 Super Bowl appearances. That's 45%. 14 um, conference championship games. That's 64%. Mahomes, as of this moment, Two Super Bowls in six years, that's 33% just ahead of Brady. Four Super Bowl appearances in six years, that's 67%, way ahead of Brady. And six for six on conference championship games, that's 100%, that's way ahead. <laughs> if he wins in two weeks, now he's 50% of his years as a starter, he's won the Super Bowl. 67% he's been there. And the other two years, he lost in overtime the round before. So the production, he is on pace to shatter everybody's the numbers he's on pace to shatter everybody's so this is where i so you said i like lists so this is my quarterback lists and it it is um kind of a rich tapestry of raw talent accomplishments i test all of it brady is one for now mahomes is two peyton manning is three Joe Montana, four. Elway Marino is really hard, five, six, six, five, because yeah. Elway went to five Super Bowls, has more MVPs, has yes. more rings. And I kind of feel like, but Marino was better. <laughs> like, I, I know that sounds shitty, but, Mar and then rounding it out of guys like what I would call modern era. So, like, post Bradshaw, Staubach, yeah. post that is Rogers, Brett, and the guy. Who I think is the most underrated um, of all time in Steve Young. Yes, right. yes, he is. Young was the Insane. closest thing to Mahomes before Mahomes, yep. as far as yep. creativity, athleticism, yep. crazy. So, like, I think if Mahomes, like, I'm ready to say Mahomes is was is 
better than Peyton Manning. Like I have him ahead yeah. I, and Peyton won five MVPs. And I think he can run down Tom. I don't, and I don't think he, Tom did something interesting because Tom was on with you. He, you know, he did a couple of interviews today and in one of them, he was asked about Mahomes. And Tom said, you know, was talking about how great he is and all these things. And then he was like, listen, man, because he was asked about someone else being the goat. And he said at the end, it was so, it was so slick. He was like, listen, if anyone can get to seven Super Bowls, like I want to shake their hand because I know <laughs> like he's he made it very clear. Oh, yeah, someone else can be the goat. They better get seven fucking rings, though, because I don't want to hear nothing about someone because he knows seven's going to be hard. But and so he's like, that's the standard. And just to be clear, get to seven and we can talk. But I don't think you have to get to seven. Like the point I always make, forget Russell. Michael Jordan retired the first time. Retired in 1993. Um, had three rings. Magic was still playing at that time, had five. Kareem had just retired, had six. You know what they put on Michael's statue? The greatest there ever was, the greatest there ever will be. They weren't counting rings then. They were like, no, we saw him. He's better than everybody. He's the best. Good Nobody point. ever started, by the way, counting rings until Michael got the most. And then people were like, oh, we got to count the rings. Um, and he's still, I mean, the mo- kind of the most. Uh, and so I, I Brady... Brady does have, it's not like Brady doesn't have eye test stuff. Brady is yeah. as great of a leader, clutch, all of it. By the, by the way, by the way, throws as good a bad weather ball as I've ever seen. Super important. Super important. And the, the AFC, stuff. all the great organizations are normal. Right. Yeah, exactly right. And so all that matters. So I'm not trying to discount Tom at all, but Patrick's got a, path here if they can win they they traded away Tyree Kill and said we're taking the long view of it yes and it was right build a defense we have yep. the second this year the Chiefs have the second youngest defense in football if the first two years without Tyree Kill they peel t- both rings yeah then all of a sudden you're back ahead of the pace and people hey. throw the two and oh at me all the time he was two and oh Listen, the Super Bowl's the Super Bowl. Tampa kicked Mahomes' ass. Everybody go rewatch the 2018 AFC title game. That's one of the two wins. And tell me who played better that game. Like, don't, you can't hold that one against Patrick. Brady got rings before and after Randy Moss. I've made this argument. The dominating star receiver is actually not good for titles. You can win, but it becomes very important. The receiver wants to be fed. The quarterback wants to feed him. You start calling the game to appease or appeal the star. Is that the truth is what always made Grady good. He always had two. It was Ronk and then Edelman. It was Welker and then Moss. So he did. And by the way, James White. Yeah. Grady had, I mean, Edelman goes down as one of the great playoff guys ever, but it was never an Edelman. He's great on your show, by the way. Oh, he's fantastic. Can you but, hold on? Can I go ahead? Finish. But ahead. but it's interesting. It shouldn't be lost that I can argue uh, uh, Tyree Kill was terrific, but not having him allows you to have dimensions defensively that you wouldn't have, and it also so, allows you to be less predictable. So two things. One is 
do me a favor, and I never ask you to do this, but the next time Edelman's on off the air, yeah. tell him, please. Nick Wright says, I love your spots with Colin, and I would like a truce. <laughs> years, <laughs> years ago, he's one of the many people that in my maybe feistier days, I talked a little online shit to, and he talked shit back to me. And now I'm like, gosh, darn it. We're colleagues. I think he's probably like, ah, that guy's an asshole. So if you can maybe vouch, I'm not that bad of a guy. Tell at the very least, tell him that I think he does. Awesome. I love his spots with you. I love it. I think he does a great job. Um, so here is, you know, in the 10 days we have of content between now and the Super Bowl, I talked about this today. It is you putting your brain on this. I think would create days of stuff. The last pass Mahomes ever threw to Tyreek is one of the most fascinating moments now that we can look back on it. So it's also the last time he threw an interception in the NFL playoffs. It's also the end of the only bad game of his whole playoff career. It was an overtime to Cincinnati. It was, they had a dominating lead. If you remember, Patrick screwed up before the half, like tried to get a touchdown and threw it short of the end zone. They didn't get a field goal, but no one cared because it was 21-3 or something close to that. And then they lost. They lost. And Patrick fumbled, threw, two, threw a pick. They go to overtime. And on third and 10, he throws a perfect bomb to Tyreek hits Tyreek in the hands, but it's double covered and it's 40 yards downfield. Even though it's a perfect pass, Tyreek doesn't quite get it. Hits him in the face mask. Bounce, caught, Cincinnati, four plays later, field goal, and the Chiefs lose. Yeah. Since that moment, Patrick stopped taking sacks in the playoffs and has not thrown a single pick. All-time NFL record for longest stretch. That moment, and, and also... While his passer rating has stayed the same, his yards per game have dropped by 70 from the, up to that moment to right now. And you saw it in the second half against Baltimore. Baltimore's got a great defense and they did some good yeah. things. But the other thing that happened was the Chiefs were up 10 points. And Patrick said, you know what? If I don't turn the ball over, we can't lose. Yeah. And I am going to do something Tom did forever, which is manage the rest of this game to get us to the finish line. And I find it to be a fascinating like fork in the road of my numbers aren't going to be as good. It's not going to be as flashy, might not be as fun, but they haven't lost in the playoffs since then. He has taken five sacks in six playoff games. Three of them, he had a broken ankle essentially. Yeah. Two of them were against the number one defense in the league. When you it hasn't mattered. When you can't rely on something, it's almost like if you do well in life, how much money do you give your kids in their 20s, right? If yes. It can depend on that $3,700 a month check. You're, you're incentivizing them to take the $3,700 yeah. check, de-incentivizing them. If you can throw a rainbow to Tyreek Hill, why read through your progressions? You take an extra second in the pocket waiting for the big play. You become innately less patient, more willing to sit in the pocket. Bad things happen for even Mahomes when yeah. you hold the ball a long time. So I think yeah. it's it's the classic. It feels good, but 
it doesn't necessarily make you a better quarterback. What makes a great quarterback is efficiency. Get rid of the ball, uh, multiple reads, mix it up. Don't be predictable. You can become, and I've saw this with Dak and Des Bryant. Dak, Dak was actually better when he had a little Zeke. You got a little, you got a little left. Maybe it was Jason Witten. You got a little Amari Cooper. When you became very, and by the way, Des would get into the end zone, but people know Des demands the ball. So you kind of know big play. They're going to Des. Well, what does a defense want to know what you're doing? And so that's why this Chiefs team is interesting because we know where he's going with the ball. It's Travis Kelsey, which is why the defense matters. Even in this game Sunday, they're not dropping 34 anymore in these games. That's not who they are. They are more predictable in this brief window. So they weren't last year, by the way, they were less predictable in the Super Bowl. This year, they've been a little offensively predictable. So even though they're not, and we can leave it at this, here's the here right now. And it won't, if next year, the offense struggles again, this will wear off. Yeah. But right now, despite the fact they're not dropping 34, they still benefit from the fact that every team they play is terrified. They will. Yeah. And they fuck with themselves about it. Yeah. The Bills, the third play of the game, Josh Allen's like, oh my God, if we don't get this th- first down, we are screwed. He's throwing a lateral <laughs> 10 yards past line scrimmage because, and in the fourth quarter, it's a three-point game in the fourth quarter. They're fine. Sean McDermott's like, fake punt. Got to do something because Mahomes on the other side. The, the Ravens were never down more than 10. And they abandoned the run immediately because I think in part because they're like, oh my God, we're playing Patrick Mahomes. Like, even though they're not scoring that, they instill this fear that gets the other team out of what they normally would do because they think they're going, that the Chiefs could at any point drop 30 on them, even though they haven't done it throughout the whole year. It's unbelievable. You know, it's it's the it's the legacy of greatness. It's, they terrify people without actually doing what they used to do. Yes. They're in everybody's head. You can see it with Buffalo. You can see their game plan. They didn't want to throw the ball down the field. They wanted to control the clock so they didn't give it back to Mahomes. Exactly well, right. He averaged 17 a game over like a nine-game stretch. I mean, let's – but to your point. Okay. That's what happened. This was All right. an hour. Um, Next, listen, I um, – I then I don't think I'm available in a That's week, okay. which is um, going to be great because it means the next time we talk, we'll be, you know, right after we've won another championship in Kansas City, the new title town, and we can really talk dynasty and all that stuff. And then we turn our attention to the NBA. It'll be great. Maybe I'll have an even better lighting setup. I don't know. I think this one was good. I love I love the pennants. And, oh, and the look, partial. that's the original dream team. Oh, this camera moves with me. I can't even move it. That's the original yeah. dream team. And that's Satchel Page in the Kansas City Monarchs. Who's that's running, who's running your camera? China? What's going on? No, I don't, I, I'll be honest. I don't know. I can't believe it moved when I moved, which means yeah. there's some artificial intelligence thing going on here, <laughs> which is, I didn't sign up for. I think I was probably a mole in my house now. Yeah, I've been living on artificial intelligence my yeah. entire career. That, you know what? That's what they always say. I'll talk to you soon. See you, Kyle. All right. See you, bud. The volume. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.